0: everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
1: What is going on? It is Wednesday, May the 15th. It is a special edition of The Daily Show. Uh, I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. We got Chris in with us today. Yeah. It's, it's kind of different. I think we're going to start doing this hopefully a couple of times a week. Uh, we'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it a little earlier in the day. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at W C
0: E. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini.
1: And you can follow the show at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, any of your favorite podcast apps. That's Apple, Spotify, uh, uh, what's the other one? Google Podcast. I mean, you name it. Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever. We're on all of them. Go subscribe. Go leave some nice reviews. The show is always brought to you by BetNow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50. And they'll give you a fifty percent deposit bonus. Great online sportsbook. They got, a, they got a great layout. They got great odds. Uh, go check it out for yourself. They've got some wonderful stuff over there. So betnow.eu. Use promo code winning fifty. On today's show, we're gonna go over what happened in the NBA draft lottery last night, and then we're gonna talk about uh, college football futures. So, and, and we're doing season win totals, early season games. Uh, just all sorts of stuff, and, and really just kind of give a rundown of what we're doing with our $1,000 of, I guess, fictional money, but what we're actually going to spend on it, uh, <laughs> of, of what we're going to do with this money uh, throughout the season. So, Chris, uh, let's talk about the NBA draft from last night, NBA draft lottery. A little surprising, obviously, we're in Memphis. Memphis jumps from number eight all the way up to number two. I was stunned. I think that we are built to believe now that good things are not going to happen for our franchise, and yet last night I think we were put in the perfect position because, you know, if you get Zion, there's obviously questions of can he hold up, but then you got John Morant at two, so long as they don't screw it up by taking R.J. Barrett. Yes. Uh, How do you feel about it?
0: I was was really excited last night, and then this is what's the sad state of being – a Memphis fan is is all day today I began to poke holes in how this can how we can mess this up. Um <laughs> you you didn't help my my skepticism by informing me of some of the new uh management people that are coming on to the Memphis staff.
1: Yeah Zach Zach Kleiman the new GM is uh he having a relationship Law.
0: with 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 RJ. And so um, well
1: and the uh and I forget the guy's name, but one of the executives that they brought in uh, is an executive for the Canadian national team, which is who R.J. Barrett plays for as far as you know Correct. national competition.
0: And he's a Duke grad. Oh, yeah. that just makes me smile, doesn't it? <laughs> so I, I was super excited. I can't believe that New Orleans and Memphis got it. Um, I know that everyone's talking about uh, – you know, Zion's going to pull an Elway or an Eli and force his way out of New Orleans already.
1: Hey, but before we get into the Zion thing, uh, forcing his okay. way out, um, do you think, because everybody obviously was prepared to say that this is rigged, because when the Lakers jumped up and the Knicks were still in the top four, before we knew what the fi- or the top four was going to be, everybody was immediately, oh my God, this is rigged. They're trying to put Zion with... uh uh they're trying to put Zion with LeBron, or they're trying to put you know the Knicks, and, and it, it was just everybody immediately thought it right. This whole thing's That's rigged. Right. Do you think that the NBA unrigged it specifically, <laughs> like to give New Orleans and Memphis something so that people wouldn't say that they were rigged, while still giving New York and LA a pick?
0: So I don't I don't know that they give Memphis unrigged anything to, to try to help Memphis. I, I'm going to tell you this. There's a skeptics out there that are saying, I mean, the new Orleans Pelicans are still for sale, Like yeah. they're owned by a saints franchise that really doesn't have an owner. The the, the husband died and the wife is kind of trying to run both, but she really didn't have anything to do with them at all. Yeah. And, and, and I think they are for sale. I, I think the league is like, Hey, all of these teams are worth a billion dollars. Now we need you guys to be worth a billion dollars. So <laughs> I, so it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they tried to do a little chicanery to say, Hey man, we need to throw new Orleans a bone. I think they threw them a bone back in the day when they needed somebody to buy them and they got somebody to buy them. And then all of a sudden they got Anthony Davis. And then now uh, they need somebody else to buy them. And then, Oh, you got another once in a generational player, um, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, so can we get into the yeah? Davis let's let's talk about set? the Zion
1: thing. Let's let's talk I'm, about uh, uh, not
0: Davis but Zion. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand where he gets off just saying, you know, oh man, I really wanted to go play in New York. Okay, you had a fourteen well, percent chance of playing in New York. I don't York. know that he ever actually said his, his people have came out and said yeah. he wanted to go to New York. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he wanted to play in a big city. Look, the way the new structure is. Sorry, bro. You're you're a year too late. You you yeah. could have came out any other year and and went to to the, the draft lottery would have worked totally differently.
1: Well, I know now, that Colin Cowherd was saying earlier today that if he's Zion, he goes back to school or he calls up Popovich and tells him he wants to play yeah. for the national team for a year and then come back into the draft. And you know, just at he basically saying, I don't want to go to New Orleans. It's a poorly run franchise. I'm gonna I'm it, gonna Bo Jackson. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out. Yeah. Um, But the other side of that, you know, Cowherd was talking about, you know, I saw Anthony Davis have to stay there for seven years. The rookie deals are not that long. No. Like, you don't have to. If you want to take more money, yeah, it's more enticing to stay in New Orleans. But after a few years, I think it's four years, isn't it? It's four-year deals. So after four years, you can bounce.
0: Go where you want to. But They're all shorter in and, yeah. and they're for and for less money. Um, well, I guess because they are shorter, yeah. but but it's just it's a it, it's a crap move. I'm not a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of it when Eli did it. I understood why he did it. Wasn't a fan of it when Elway did it. I understood, I guess. But Eric but Lindros I just, did it. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm just not a fan of these things happening now. So going back to the doom and gloom, things always work out badly for Memphis. Okay. So here was my first scenario. You informed me of this executive that is from Canada and a Duke grad, and he's got the ear of a bunch of people (laughs) saying, hey, I think we should take RJ over Ja if things stay status quo. And I have been on record on this show during the tournament, during the season, saying I think RJ is going to be a huge bust. I just think he is. I know that 11 months ago we all thought he was the number one player in the league, but then that means over an 11-month span we watched him play basketball. I was like, Hey man, we we all had that wrong. I, yep. I don't I don't think he's as good as he is. I've I've been on record to say he'll never be the best player on a basketball team ever again that 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 he plays on. I I just don't see him being that transcendent leader type player. He's he's the, a the first big shot that he ever hits in a hard crucial moment. Yeah. not in a blowing a team out by thirty kind of thing. In a real hard crucial fourth quarter last five minutes of a game that matters to win the game, it'll be the first time he's ever done that because yeah. he just didn't do it at Duke. He never put the team on his back. It took Zion having a Herculean effort every time for them to win games, for them to beat Central Florida. Central Florida, it took Zion being the biggest monster. Where was he? <laughs> he's he was, supposed to be the second-best player in basketball. Where the hell was he? That's. You know
1: what? I'm curious what he had against Central Florida. That's, I'm I'm going to check as we speak. You got speak. access
0: to a computer, I don't. That's I
1: I got it. I got it. RJ Barrett. Let's see. RJ up. B- oh, see, I'm looking at basketball reference. Maybe that's not a good one. Here. No, basketball you,
0: reference should give you the tournament, right? It that's it doesn't want do uh,
1: to pull up uh It doesn't want to pull up uh RJ Barrett for some reason. Oh, that's so, But it's all good. I got the game summary. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Let's see. Box score says R.J. Barrett had da, 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 16 points. And that's Zion had from 32.
0: From the guy that's supposed to be the first, the, the best player in all of college basketball, the number one pick in the draft 11 months ago, that's what I want from him. Yeah. 16 points. And Zion was going up against a monster, another, monster, the only person that could physically equal him in physicality and the paint. Who's RJ getting guarded by? I mean, hey. some schmuck that nobody knows because he plays in Central Florida. RJ had 40 I minutes. Mean, they, he
1: was six of 15 from the field, two of three from three point uh, range. He had, uh, let's see, eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, two turnovers. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's numbers,
0: so but
1: at the see, end of the day, it, like this guy is a a volume shooter. You know, Zion obviously had the most shots. He was twelve out of twenty four, uh, but behind that, you know, six out of fifteen, not a great percentage, uh, especially when you shoot two out of three from three.
0: Zion so, has a better th- in the in the world of where the NBA game has gone. Zion's shot a better three point percentage than him. That just can't happen. That, that just cannot happen from the position that he is. Um, and, and then the and then the other thing is is all the times that Zion was there or not there, name one time RJ made another player on that team better. He doesn't then, assist. He doesn't pass the ball. He doesn't make anybody else get create shots. He's an ISO ball guy. If you're going to be an ISO ball guy, you better be LeBron good. You better be well, Allen Iverson good. And you, you better, better be, be able to hit some Harden free throws. Good. Well, that's it. Yeah, like he's
1: but he's a sixty six percent free throw shooter.
0: The only guys that are playing super ISO ball today are the elite of the elite. Yeah, nobody else plays that way because it gets shut down in the NBA.
1: And so his field goal percentage forty five percent not not terrible no, thirty not terrible. about thirty one percent from three, uh, but sixty six percent from the free throw line. You know, average seven and a half rebounds a game. You know, for a six foot seven guy that weighs two hundred pounds, he's kind of lanky. And you know, at, look, I, he is Rudy Gay two to me. Like he's See, a I volume think Rudy shooter. Gay was
0: a lot better than him.
1: It's, it, and he might be early but, in
0: his early days. Those years with him and Powell in Memphis, Rudy Gay was was you know he was an all star level guy. I mean, he was in Memphis, so he didn't get the credit a lot. But but he he was a really good player. This guy. Rudy Gay was the best player on those teams. This guy will – there's not an NBA roster he can go to where he'll be the best player. Yeah. In four years, he still won't be the best player.
1: Yeah, I think – uh just isn't good enough. I think you're right. He doesn't have
0: the leadership ability. And if he does, then shame on him for the way he displayed all that and played at Duke. Yeah. Because all I can judge him on is what I've seen. So my other doomsday device, my other just fear completely is – The NCAA has decided, and and I'm, I'm actually a fan of this, but there is rules now they've changed to where you can go through the draft combine, you can hire an agent, you can do all of the things all the way up until draft day. And even if you go to the draft, which Zion, this won't happen to him, and you don't get drafted even after the draft, you can come back to college. My biggest fear is if Zion is that dead set, on not playing in New Orleans, that he will go through everything, realize he is going to get the first pick. He doesn't want it, knows it'll be there next year, and decides to go back. And Memphis gets number two, and we are stuck again. We lose out on the opportunity to get Ja.
1: The NBA Draft Combine is Thursday and Friday. It's in Chicago. That's why all those players were at the NBA Draft Lottery last night. Uh, So, Because there were a lot of people on Twitter going – why are all these players here? Like, what it you know? This isn't so the, the combine NBA dra- starts next, yeah, right yeah. Now. So the combine starts in the same city, just two days after. That's right. So yeah, so they they get to go through that, and then I think, what is it? It's you said it's ten more days.
0: No, no, no. It used to be ten days after the draft combine. Now it's all the way up until the draft. And even for players that don't get drafted, you can go through the draft. If you don't get selected, you can go back to college. Which look, I think that's actually a good thing. I, I, I um, am too. I'm a I'm in fan of this rule, but this rules first year, it's gonna screw Memphis. Yeah, that's it, that's kind go of what through all of this. We're gonna get up to draft day, and he's gonna say, "Guys, I made a mistake. I think I'm gonna go back to Duke." And, boy, and Memphis be, gonna be like, "We're just gonna be stuck holding the bag." Well, no, two, you remember, remember this anymore. you remember he got
1: injured, so you gotta wonder. Like, would Nike be on board with this? Because obviously he's in cahoots with Nike. Uh, for obviously, there's no proof or whatever you want to call it, but he paid for or Nike paid for Zion to go to Duke. That's right. Like, would Zion be happened. okay with like, with like stopping we payments?
0: We just know, yeah, we know how this thing works, and we know that happened.
1: So. I, I I don't know. Like, it would absolutely floor me if for some reason he was sent uh, like he he didn't he's want to go to the, new orleans he's just so he the just
0: only a oh you're talking about okay, yeah, him where to new he
1: orleans. where he only wants to like he just wants to sit out of here yeah you know if I, i'm curious what nike would do like would they would they pay for the family to to not have to you know like what what happens then like obviously what happens is
0: basketball. We know these guys have a lot of money thrown at them, like insane level money. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think it kills him too bad. Uh, And then he just goes and he plays limited minutes in Duke and, and he just tries to not get hurt. And then I think at tournament time, he plays balls out and he tries to win a title and then he tries it next year. I mean, I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibilities. I don't think that that is a, zero chance of happening.
1: I would, mean, I would you would you predict it to happen?
0: No, I don't think it's favorable to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and the I only don't. other thing I can think of is and what we can hope for if he's dead set on not going to, to uh, New Orleans is he just tells people in New Orleans, "Look, you guys could get more assets than you've ever literally you could you could reload your team in 4 years if you trade me and Anthony Davis." Not obviously to the same team, but yeah. if if you take the best deal you can get for AD and you take the best deal, like if I'm a GM, I think if if I, my choices are having – now, I'm, I think he's a transcendent player, and I think Anthony Davis is a transcendent player. But if my choices are both of these guys hating being here and in four years are both going to be gone, or in four years I'm going to have so many assets I really could have the best team in the league. If I'm David Griffin, I, I, I think I might look at the options of – Everybody send me the best package you got. Somebody send me the best deal you got for AD. Somebody send me the best deal you got for Zion. And and it's got to be a lot of picks. It's got to be unprotected picks. And they're and some of these picks gotta be late down the road because if you get A D and, and he goes to Boston, those picks aren't worth anything in the next three or four years. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. So it's just one of those things where you've got to get some assets. I find it really funny. You and I kind of have some people back and forth on Twitter. Uh, talking about how, you know, the Grizzlies could trade Conley and the pick or whatever, and we could get like Lonzo Ball back. Like LA fans need to get over <laughs> themselves. Nobody <laughs> wants your trash. Like that's a garbage team without with without LeBron. That's a garbage team. Nobody wants those dudes. That you yeah. have nothing to offer. You got the fourth overall pick this year. Good luck getting something for it because nobody wants those guys. No, well,
1: now that that is something that could be made available in a package, right? You could trade uh, with New Orleans, like New Orleans could end up with the numbers three and four picks, along with a slew of young prospects, right? That's right. So that is something that could actually happen. I I mean, it'd be interesting. I think the Knicks would give up a lot of stuff uh, to be able to get Zion, like they they, they had planned on that anyway. And I I don't even know what the uh, what the Knicks roster is. but well, it's,
0: it's bad, but if they had Zion to pair with what they think is going to be KD and Kyrie, A, yeah. you need somebody like Zion because he's super cheap. If you think he can be a transcendent player, especially early, then he can contribute to the team without costing you a fortune because he's on a rookie deal.
1: So, I mean, you got, uh, let's see, you got Dennis Smith Jr., you got Kevin Knox, you got... Uh,
0: Knox would probably be involved in any deal they do.
1: Yeah, DeAndre Jordan... You know, Alonzo Trier, uh, and these are like rookie guys. Noah Vonleh, like he's pretty good. Uh, you know, and like it, none of it really fit well together. But you know, these are interesting prospects, and if you pair it with number three to get number right. one, yeah, that that might could make sense along with future picks, right? Correct. So if it matters that much, you could see New York jump up to number one, and then everybody's okay with everything. And then that's the Lakers, cool of course, coming in for AD. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's something that could easily happen. So, you know, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that the Knicks end up with number 1 and then the Pelicans end up with 3 and 4. And then they so, just completely uh, rebuild their franchise
0: in one season. Simmons, uh, last night, had a uh, live watch party for this whole thing. And when it was over with, he kind of kicked around the idea of what if, since Clutch – and LeBron James and them kind of screw New Orleans so bad, what if it's easier and all the players for New Orleans are are a lot better if you take the stars out? New Orleans role players, they're all better than than L.A.'s role players. They're just, they're yeah. just better. And right now, L.A. might be the biggest laughingstock in all of basketball. What if LeBron was like, you know what, let me just go down there. Let me just go there, <laughs> and y'all move Zion to L.A., and he can deal with this shit show. And I can I, – me and AD can go. AD can we'll, – we'll just start, like, clutches, like, second, you know, office in, in New Orleans. That'd and, be fun. Uh, and It'd now, be a lot of fun. And now we running back. Now we bring the party to the south, and, and things are going good.
1: Hey, but the, the only issue with that, of course, salary cap, right? Like, salary cap's think, the biggest problem. I think
0: there's no reason you wouldn't be able to fit it. You Everybody in salary can fit two stars. They don't have any other max players.
1: No, but for the trade to work – like, it would have to be at least somewhat equal. Picking, and no,
0: you make the money work easily because I think a first-round pick could be equal to anybody else's cap.
1: A first-round pick. You don't have pick, to make
0: the money work. Let's like see. Like, if you're the first overall pick, I think you could trade that straight up for almost any player in the league.
1: Man, I don't know if that's right.
0: I, I might be wrong. I, I really don't know the money rules to all of the, the NBA stuff, the trades, but – I don't think it'd be real hard to make it work because a first overall pick has to be have a have a, a like a crazy range value. Let's see. Like yeah. Kevin Love at one point in time was a max player and and they traded Milwaukee traded a first overall pick straight up for Kevin Love.
1: Yeah. No, you might be right. You might be right. So like I think the first year would be like $8 million. Let's see. Uh, Let's now, see. Matt, oh, somebody easy, jumps but. in on YouTube said, uh, "L.A. was never about winning for LeBron. It's the middle ground between retirement and competing for championships is the only goal." Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that, uh,
0: that sounds like purgatory, and I would never want to be there.
1: Yeah, and if you're the Lakers, I mean, you just don't know what to do with that.
0: I mean, like, if I'm Jeannie Buss and Simmons hashed it out last night, I mean, they really are the biggest joke. They have taken they've taken the spot of the Knicks and the Grizzlies and Sacramento and and all the charlotte and all these other places of being the biggest joke franchise in the league right now.
1: No, you're 100% right.
0: Now you if they are 100% got AD right. and a, and and Vogel's can can manage this thing, then they could I mean that would flip them quickly.
1: But I'll tell you this, we never we didn't talk about that. Frank Vogel I think is a great basketball coach.
0: I I listen, this is a team that falls ass backwards into a gold mine. I yeah. mean, this really is—you slip and fell into casinos, and it was the best thing that could have happened to you. You <laughs> could have slipped and fell in a sizzler and got nothing, but you—you you, you fell on a gold mine. I agree. If I agree. LeBron lets him coach, I think I think he's a really, really good. He's better than everybody else they talked to before him.
1: I do think that it's uh, a little bit scary in that they they brought in Jason Kidd as an assistant.
0: Nah. And if you're him, right now you're on TV, you're not coaching at all. This is this is a free three year deal. He's gonna coach for one year, and if they kick him out the door, he's gonna get paid for three.
1: Oh uh, yeah. No, you're and right he, about
0: that. He's gonna go back to T V and he's gonna get two two checks instead
1: of one. You are you are hundred percent right on that. Uh do you want to go ahead and jump into the college football uh yeah. gambling for twenty nineteen?
0: I think we hashed that out as as well as we can.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it. NBA draft I, we, we stuff. We both are
0: on the record. We're we're all in on Ja Morant. Yeah, we are and all in on Ja. Any other Memphis people that want to throw RJ under under our face, we're just going to punch him in the throat. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Like you, you just pretty kick much. Him right in the penis. That's, uh, just, that's uh, our move. Yeah, yeah. Meta- metaphorically. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah,
0: maybe maybe legitimately.
1: Maybe I mean maybe. It, it, let us get closer to the draft and see what's going on. No, as of right I, now, it'll him. be metaphorical. I watch
0: these guys play basketball. I don't need to see Underwear Olympics. to. to, to no, no, no.
1: I'm not talking about going through the combine or anything like that. I'm just, you know, make sure everything goes just fine up until the draft. And then on draft night, if anybody wants to argue with us, then I, actually I mean, literal throw punch.
0: Yeah. I think this guy is a superstar. I've been on record on this show as saying if I was a general manager, I – I think immediately Zion is going to be a better player. But if you told me my job depends on it, I have to hit on this pick no matter what, and it's gotta be good for ten years. I take Ja over. I take him number one.
1: I would I would absolutely do the same thing. You and I, I talked I, about this
0: I, I love at Samstown. Yeah, you remember this? Okay. I don't know. I don't remember if we did it on air or when, but
1: No, no, no. We we just talked I about it talk, during the game.
0: This kid. I yeah. would take this kid number one overall. I really believe in him. And he seems like such a good kid too man. He well, just seems like he's everything you want in a player. Yeah, he makes everybody better. That's what I like about him. Zion is a freak, but you can only do so much from the center or power forward position.
1: Well, and, he, and he's that too short to play to. center. So, man, yeah. you know, and now, obviously the game has changed. Uh I so everybody plays small ball
0: Let's play center and he just looked big cuz he had a monster afro, but I don't know if he's been bigger <laughs> <laughs> <Better> than Zion. <laughs>
1: All right, let's jump into this uh, college football betting and whatnot. we uh, some free money right here coming in. So so this was uh, the Solid Verbal actually had this idea, and I thought, man, this is great, because they, they called theirs million-dollar bets. Now, we went through and got actual totals from DraftKings in New Jersey and from betonline.ag. Um, I don't believe that you can do it at betnow.eu just yet, but that's coming. I so, don't remember
0: the website I ended up using to get my team totals because the two you sent me didn't have all the teams. And so I Googled um, sports odds, and they they used somebody else, and I don't remember who they credited. So. Probably
1: the Westgate. Westgate's got all of them up. It was
0: an online book. It was an offshore book.
1: I oh, was not Okay.
0: It was an offshore book. I just don't remember. Who
1: Either way, you can search for uh, right. the best lines. So we're just going to tell you what totals you need to take and then go from there.
0: I'm going to get you what I got and that's how I'm going to do it.
1: All right, that sounds good to me. I how about this? We'll we'll swap off. You one go first cuz
0: you got 9 and I oh, got 8.
1: That's right. Okay. I'll go on and start us off. Uh you're not going to like this one very much. Great. I'll go on and warn you. I've got Washington State under 10 wins at minus 110. So I put 150 bucks on that to win 136. If you look at Washington State's schedule, Remember, they're losing Gardner Minshew. They got to bring in a third straight grad transfer quarterback. Uh, they, they obviously you're going to win early. New Mexico State, uh, Northern Colorado, then they've got Houston, then they got UCLA at home, but they play at Utah, at Arizona State, at Oregon, at Cal, Stanford, at Washington. You're telling me that they're going to win ten ball games when they play at Washington, at Cal, at Oregon, at Arizona State, at Utah. I mean. All I got to do is lose two and I push. So, yeah, I'm I'm all in on this. I think Washington State probably goes about nine and three like they usually do. They won ten games last year for the first time in forever. Uh, but I'm I'm going under the ten at minus one ten on this one.
0: All right. So this is this is where you got to shop around, fellas. You just got to do it. I thought since you picked that one, I'm going to go down in the middle of my list here. I had to get the credit right so we could make sure there's no chicanery, there's no, no monkey <laughs> business going on here. Bet online. Bet online has Washington State at eight wins, and I'm going over the eight minus 110. Okay. Okay. 100 bucks, give, me, give me a dime on it. Give me $100 on Washington State over the eight. I, what? I cannot believe there are two legitimate sports books that you can make a bet right now, and they're two Two-game different.
1: Let's see. So, Washington State over eight, and what was your odds on it?
0: It was, it was just basic minus 110.
1: Minus 110. Okay.
0: So, so, the website that I found, I'm getting this from, is from sportsbettingdime.com, and they used bet online win totals all the way down. They had the teams, and then they had the lines. And they had last year's record next to it.
1: That is interesting. So I've got... There we go. NCAA Football Futures. Let's see. I've actually got them pulled up. Okay. But it doesn't have... It doesn't actually have the season win totals. I don't know. I am very curious
0: I can email you my link. That way, you know you know what I'm doing when we're done.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's that's totally fine. Yeah, this one had so DraftKings in New Jersey had ten as the win total, and that's I crazy. thought that that was absolute highway robbery for the under on that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't I don't think that that's legitimate. I've I've never in my life seen that's so. That's what's weird is is I can't even. I mean, that's the the double digit wins in college football are held for the elite of the elite program yeah. or really good teams in garbage conferences back in the day Boise State you know yeah. when they were competing for national championships but they're in the Mountain West like double digit wins when you only play 10 games that's reserved for your Alabama's your Ohio State's your Oklahoma's your Clemson's your your Georgia's your your absolute elites yeah um so I'll, I'll, let's move on. We 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 got some, some weird stuff going on there. And all right, we... so
1: next one for me, uh, another weird number, I guess. Texas A and M. I'm going over seven and a half. It is minus one fifty two odds. So I put down hundred to win sixty six. I fully believe in what Jimbo Fisher is doing. Yes, this is a crazy crazy um,
0: schedule for him. Clemson and Georgia, and then the rest of the SEC West scares the hell out of me. But you know how high I am on this team.
1: But seven and a half, like all they got to do is win eight. So they play at Clemson. They play at Georgia. And they play at LSU. And they've also got Alabama at home.
0: And Auburn at home.
1: And they've got Auburn at home. They got South Carolina at home. They got Arkansas at Jerry World. Not Um, worried
0: about Arkansas.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about Arkansas, but look, I just got to get eight wins to go over seven and a half. Uh, yeah, give me that. I think they'll probably beat Auburn. I think the at LSU game is going to be a toss up. At Georgia, probably losing that. Probably losing Alabama. Probably I, I I look at them as maybe a nine and three or eight and fourteen.
0: You need them to win one of those Georgia Auburn uh Georgia
1: Alabama, Georgia, Alabama yeah. LSU Auburn. Uh, one of those.
0: I, I I think between Clemson, because they're always they're they're always capable of losing a game they're not supposed to. Yeah. I think you need to win one of Clemson, Georgia, Bama.
1: Well, no, they they used to lose games that they were not supposed to, right? I yeah. think under Jimbo, things are a little bit different because I you're the, right. I the recruiting is up.
0: I was crazy high on them this year, and you were like, hey, pump the brakes. And I was like, Why? I don't want to pump the brakes. And you're like, look at the schedule. <laughs> And then, then I I pump the brakes a little bit. And I yeah. Once you see
1: the schedule, it's like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> That's
0: and it gets rough fast. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not like end of the season grind. I mean, it whew, you get hit quick. It's, yeah. All I
1: right, mean, it's that, now the good thing is none of these are like back to backs, other than Georgia and LSU. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning, it's Texas State at Clemson, Lamar, Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama at Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Like it's. Nothing right. is too crazy where it's just like a whole slew of, of bag breakers, but right. yeah, I'm still I'm going over seven and a half on that. So it's a hundred dollars to win sixty six. Yeah, it's really crap odds, but I, I fully believe that that they're going to win 8.
0: I scratched them off. Um, I'm going to go uh, now. I'm going to start back at the top. And go with my best bet. My hey, how much
1: money bet. did you have on Washington State? Just a hundred. Just a hundred. Okay.
0: I got I got two hundred dollar bets. Everything else a hundred. Made this easy math for myself (laughs) oklahoma i got it. 10 and a half wins under is plus 140 that means they lose two games this is over (laughs) i think some teams in the big 12 are better i i'm very curious to see the jalen hurt effect of just can he take a team like oklahoma go undefeated and lincoln riley has had two transcendent quarterbacks back to back in two great seasons Is he gonna continue to just never lose football games as a head coach? I just think the odds are against them to lose two games. They could they could lose the Red River rivalry any year. That's just a rivalry game you could chalk up to just happening. They play LSU. I know it's in Austin. That's a tough game. They could lose Bedlam any year. That's a rivalry. I know they don't, and they're substantially better than Oklahoma State, but it wouldn't shock anyone. Yeah. And then you've got now, now I am the Gary Patterson believer, but you got TCU coming off one of the worst seasons in Gary Patterson's history,
1: and he always just, typically bounces I back. I just
0: have a feeling this is going to be one of those. Thank you very much. I'm about to whoop your ass seasons. Yeah, all I need him to do is lose two games. Just don't go undefeated, you know. And I get plus one forty odds. Give me two hundred dollars on that.
1: Two hundred dollars on Oklahoma. It's my favorite
0: bet. Out of all of them, right there.
1: Let's see. So they've they've got uh, at UCLA, at Kansas, at Kansas State, at Baylor, at Oklahoma State, and then at home they have got TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas, and the uh, Red River, and, and, and Texas Tech.
0: And don't sleep on Iowa State either. Well, and at don't TCU, don't sleep
1: on Houston in the first game.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what Houston looks like this year. That it'll be what? Oh no, this is the first year under Dana Holgerson. Um, it might take him a little bit longer than you yeah. Know, and Matt Matt Miller blocks.
1: jumped in and said uh, Oklahoma doesn't play LSU, Texas does. Yeah, we got yeah, that. Right. Sorry that's about right. that.
0: <laughs> I, I did get that. That's correct. Yeah, it's I was it's definitely Texas. Thinking about them playing Texas, and I thought they could lose that.
1: Yeah, so they um, they can they can easily lose to Texas, and I then just you just need I just one more didn't
0: lose two, and and I just don't think Lincoln Riley can continue to just never lose games. Yeah, I just, no, I, I agree with just you. It Doesn't happen in the history of college football.
1: I agree with you. All right, I'm gonna to go to the other side of the state.
0: All
1: right, I got Oklahoma State. The total is six, and going over is minus 110. I got a hundred bucks on that to win 91. Oklahoma State uh, last year went seven and six. Didn't look great. Uh, yeah, they got to replace uh, uh, Taylor Cornelius, the quarterback, but it, Mike Gundy does not have bad seasons in a, like all in a row. Like I think they hired Princeton's offensive coordinator. They're going to change things up a little bit. Do stuff that people have not seen them do. I think they're going over the six wins. I, well, I, think, I think they can get at least seven. Easy. Here.
0: That's one of my picks. Also, minus one ten hundred dollars. We're both on the Gundy train on that one. Yep, both on sense. the
1: Gundy train. All right. So let's see. You put a hundred bucks on that one too. Yes, sir. All right.
0: Minus $110, one ten six. Six was the number,
1: yep. Same old thing. All right, next for me, you're, you're going to laugh at this. Okay. Alabama over 11. All right. It's plus 100. Uh, looking at the Alabama schedule, look, they got Duke, New Mexico State, at South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, at Texas A&M, Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU, at Mississippi State, uh, Western Carolina, and at Auburn. Like, I don't believe in like at A could be the slip up at Auburn could be a slip up. I don't see them losing both. I at least push with eleven wins after that national championship beatdown. I think Saban has this bunch absolutely fired up. I think they go twelve and zero again. Uh, I think the best chance for a loss is after they are already twelve and zero in the SEC championship game against Georgia. All right. So I've got a hundred bucks to win, or no, I'm sorry, I have hundred and fifty bucks to win hundred and fifty.
0: So my next pick, my second best pick is my only other two hundred dollar bet. Nebraska. We both think Nebraska we like Scott Frost, right? We're on the yeah. record of liking yeah, him. Yeah, we, we think he's a good coach. But but we don't think he's like the second coming of Jesus, though, right?
1: No, no. We I, I think like, the hype they train have like was
0: national championship odds that are up there with like legit teams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Their over under is eight. are over under is eight. I think that's high. I get plus one ten. I think they're just going to go o- under it. I just so don't you're, know. You're going they're gonna be under much better eight than six and six, uh, seven and five maybe.
1: What is it? What is it? Plus one ten. Plus one ten. That is insane.
0: So, so I'm, gizzing, I'm getting positive positive juice on that, and uh, and and I like the number of eight because I just don't see them going from a trash team to to a nine win team.
1: All right, so you got it now. Did you say you had two hundred on that? Two, two 200. 200. What was the other one you had two hundred on? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh yeah, I already wrote that. Everything,
0: down. El- everything else is going to be a hundred. Making okay. the season.
1: So everything from here is a hundred. But Nebraska under eight at plus one ten. You put two hundred on it.
0: Yes, sir. Whoo!
1: All right. That now I, I'm curious about this. Uh, Nebraska.
0: It didn't scare me at all. Well, Nebraska's schedule—it's Nebraska going to be good. I think Wisconsin's going to be good. I love Iowa. They got to play Ohio State. Yeah, I mean they—they they got to play. They—they like got to play some dudes, and you can only lose four games to get to eight. So that means see. they only lose three games.
1: All right, let's talk about Nebraska schedule. So, uh, South Alabama at Colorado—that's
0: that's, uh, that's no cakewalk.
1: Yep, Northern Illinois, uh, Illinois. Ohio State at home, Northwestern at home, at Minnesota, Indiana at home, at Purdue, Wisconsin, at Maryland, and then Iowa at home.
0: The days of just chalking up Ws when you're looking at your schedule and seeing Michigan and and Purdue are, are just over. They're just they're not there anymore. Those two boys can coach.
1: All right, so who let's see, if if they play as well as they did at the end of the season last year, they okay. could still feasibly lose to Colorado on the road. They could lose Wouldn't to Ohio you. State. Yes. They could lose to Northwestern, even at home. Yes. They they could lose at Minnesota. P.J. Fleck. Yep. PJ I mean, he Flick, pulls out some wins.
0: No, uh, yeah. Indiana. They could lose Purdue. They no, they're going to win in Indiana. It, they, but probably. They
1: could lose Purdue. At Purdue, that, that could be a loss. Wisconsin no could be a loss. Question. At yeah. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland got playmakers. And then, and then you got Iowa, which is always tough.
0: I think they could lose eight games just as easy as they could win eight games. I mean, they lost eight last year. I just don't understand why it's so high. I really thought their over-under was going to be six, maybe seven. I'd have stayed away from it. When I saw it was eight and you're getting positive juice, I just thought that's just ridiculous.
1: Well, and and on top of that, Adrian Martinez gets hurt. Oh, it's over. It's over. No, if
0: he goes down, yeah, you really are. I mean, Scott, you better lace them up because (laughs) they're not winning games if you're not.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. second
0: best play of the year. Let's
1: see. Next one for me. Let's see, and I've already had two that were 150. Uh, I've got Clemson, same as Alabama, over 11 wins. Theirs is minus 139. Uh, their schedule is so ridiculous that I'm going over, and it's 100 bucks to win 72. So here is, I'll, I'll read you their schedule. Georgia Tech to start off with, and obviously they're not going to lose that one. But no, Texas re- A&M
0: rebuild with a complete different offensive scheme.
1: Yeah, Texas A&M at home at Syracuse, Charlotte at North Carolina, Florida State at Louisville, Boston College, Wofford at NC State, Wake Forest at South Carolina.
0: They got two games back to back that are brutal though. That what, A&M, A&M and at Syracuse, and then at Syracuse. That Syracuse game is the ABC game of the week, and and it's that that's going to be no joke.
1: Yeah, now you're right about that.
0: I know we just like to talk up W's for these monsters, but that's that's not going to be a joke.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, Clemson, I've got them over the 11. Who uh, Who's your next
0: one? My next one, I'm going back to the well from last year. I was kind of hoping people might have forgotten about it. I'll remind you if you didn't. Tennessee, seven wins. I'm going over. Minus 115 is the juice. $100. Okay. I just think they're going to be a better team. I, I, I really do believe that Jeremy Pruitt's going to be a better coach. Their schedule is pretty soft. They don't play anybody out of conference. It's scary. They can roll off two or three easy W's. So now they just got to get three SEC wins. They can't continue to lose to Vanderbilt. That should be a win. They won't continue to lose to Missouri. I don't know what Missouri is going to look like after losing Locke. Uh, you know, so because Locke was, an, was a transcendent quarterback. He was a yeah. really, really good quarterback. Don't think that they just got those guys lined up behind him. So if you win all your non-conference games and you win those two games, I got to have one. We don't know what Kentucky's going to look like after last year. Are they going to get better? Are they going to fall back to the way a little bit? Um, they I lose know. a
1: ton of starters on on defense. On
0: defense, that's right. Well, and they And they and lose potentially the best player that came out of football last year. Um, so it, it's just one of those deals where I think they can find seven wins, eight wins. I definitely don't think Florida is at a point where they're just going to beat Tennessee every year anymore. Um, Georgia's probably there, but, but I don't know that Florida is, I don't know. that I, I want South Carolina to be better. I don't know that they are. Um, I don't know who else they play from the West. I think they play Mississippi state. Oh, and they do. Yeah. They it's play, Mississippi state they this play year. At, at Neyland. So they can win that one that's not a that's not a completely they'll probably be favorite in that game I don't
1: yeah. know I mean well it so, depends on what they do early in the season obviously that's right
0: because that's like middle of the season yeah give me seven minus 115 100 bucks I'm taking it
1: that's not bad that's not bad so I, I could believe that year, I was I might I was be a little, done with Tennessee I was hmm. a little scared of that one uh hmm. you just brought up Mississippi State <laughs> I'm going Mississippi State under eight wins they lost eight Ton of giant playmakers on defense. Defense is what won them a ton of games last year. Yes, I think the offense will improve. I don't know that it improves well enough. Uh, I've got them under eight at plus 140. Here is what we have to have, or what I have to have happen. Uh, so they start out with Louisiana Lafayette, or just Louisiana, uh, Southern Miss, Kansas State, and then Kentucky all at home. So Kentucky, I'm going to count that as a uh, as a toss up because I was both of to say,
0: them. Do you think it's a guarantee that they win all those games? I I think if they, if they lost one, it wouldn't surprise
1: me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost one, um, but then they do at Auburn, at Tennessee, LSU at home, at Texas A and M, at Arkansas, and then Alabama.
0: Yeah, they got a gauntlet there for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And, and even if you get the win at Auburn, like or, or say you beat Kentucky, yeah, you're probably losing at Auburn the next week because I think the Kentucky game is going to be uh, – They're going to uh, take everything you got. It'll be a slobber knocker, yeah. basically. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I look for them to lose uh, five games this year. I'm not a huge Joe Moorhead believer, and I don't think that you are either. No. But it, it surprised me that under eight was actually plus 140. Even if I, they only lose four of these games – and they surprised me with a couple of them, uh, you know, I
0: I still push it. Yeah. So Mississippi State, minus eight, plus 140, one of my bets. I have made it clear I'm emotionally invested in the demise of Joe Moorhead. I think <laughs> their athletic director uh, made a huge mistake because of rushing a hire. He was desperate. He was thirsty. He yep. felt like he had to have a guy because – early signing day was in two weeks and I got to have my guy and I got to have him now. And everybody interviewed, he begged him to take the job. Didn't even care how the interview went, just begged him to take the damn job. And, and three or four guys said, no, Moorhead finally was like, yeah, I'll take it. I want to be a head coach. And in two weeks he could have interviewed Neil Brown and he could have interviewed Bill Clark. You know how I feel about those two guys. And, um, and I, I just think they made an egregious mistake until until I'm proven otherwise, I'm going to work under an assumption. They messed that up. It's not going to work out for them. This is going to go badly, and I'm betting on the under on State.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, uh, my next three are all going to be early season games, uh, none okay. of which are the first weekend. So I'll start off with with this one. Saturday, September 7th, these are over at Online, mm-hmm. um, Texas A&M plus 15 at Clemson. It's minus 115, so it's 100 bucks to win 87.
0: That's a big number.
1: That's a humongous number.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah, over two touchdowns. Yes, Clemson could theoretically beat them by more than two touchdowns. It's in Clemson, but I I like this Texas A&M team. I think they felt like they let that one get away from them last year at they home against Clemson. Did. I absolutely think, did. Yeah, they will be fired up. They are returning basically everybody other than uh, one of their running backs. Yep. I mean, they, they return everybody. Clemson does not on the defensive side of the football. Now, Clemson's offense, they're going to be clicking. But I think Correct. A&M's got a good enough defense to at least keep this game close. I could see Clemson winning this game by 10 points, maybe 13, 14 points. Right. Uh, I, would, I would think a 10-point win, 31-21, somewhere around there. So I am going with A&M plus 15, uh, 100 bucks yeah. to win 87 on that one.
0: That's a big number. Love it. Love yep. it. So the rest, all, I'm still in the team totals. I got two more left. One, man, there's chaos going on in Gainesville. I don't know what's yep. going on, but but everybody's got Dan Mullins. He he just losing recruits right and left. People throwing themselves into the transfer portal. Got to get out of here. Still people getting in trouble with Florida. The over-under is nine, and I got it at minus 100, which is pretty much an even bet. No juice. And uh, I'm taking the under. I just think there's going to be three losses on this team, and 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 likely you know, four. It wouldn't surprise me if there's four or five. I mean, I think I think they're going to lose to Georgia. I think LSU is going to get some revenge from last year, and it's at Baton Rouge finally. And then <laughs> and then you you know I I don't know that you're guaranteed to beat South Carolina every year. I don't know that Tennessee can't beat you this year. I I just I'm not willing to say those, you're just impervious to losing to everybody else in your conference. And um, I just think it's too high. And I think there's just too many bad karma things going on in Florida. Well, and Florida like
1: also it. has to play Auburn the week before uh, at LSU, at South Carolina. Well, Auburn's their other East
0: team, uh, West team? Yeah. No, then they, then they drew a tough draw this year. They they got what yep. LSU got last year in Georgia and Florida.
1: And so, and then they've got uh, Vandy at home, which isn't always an easy one. Uh, at Missouri uh, again we no don't know what they're going to have to feel
0: about Missouri and Kentucky this year yeah. uh, I got no read on what those two teams are going to be I think South Carolina's going to be better I think Tennessee's going to be better
1: yeah I, uh, be I agree as with you
0: good as Kentucky was last year I don't know the answer to that but
1: what uh what were your odds on Florida
0: I, it's even it was minus 100 is what it was so it's just an even okay game.
1: so just even to go under 9 yes sir not bad and you got 100 bucks on it yep Da-da-da. okay I've got uh next one up for me. Saturday, September 14th, Stanford, minus 2.5 at Central Florida. It's uh, minus 110, so 100 to win 91. Uh, look, UCF without that playmaker and going up against a really rugged defense, I like Stanford in this spot by less than a field goal. I think Stanford comes in, gets the win in Orlando, the types of seasons that they've had the last two years, they don't they don't continue. They don't last forever, especially at smaller schools like this. Josh Heupel, in his second year, they lost some guys. Uh, we're not able to replace them with guys that were as talented. I think Central Florida is not going to be as good this season. And now they might be good enough to win the AAC again. But I think Stanford comes in and kind of shows them what big boy football is the way that LSU did. Uh, LSU, without a ton of their starters in the bowl game still was able to handle them. Uh, I like Stanford minus the two and a half here. Uh, again, it's a hundred bucks to win 91 on that one.
0: So I almost went the other way on that. I didn't pick any games, but I looked at it. And <laughs> let me tell you why. One thing, this this might be very braggadocious, cocky of me. Stanford is not LSU. They're not nearly as big, oh, strong, fast, or physical. They're just not. The other thing West Coast teams, Northern California teams, this is an early game in the season. It's going to be 110 degrees in Orlando with 150% humidity. I don't know that those boys are used to coming down and playing that stuff.
1: Uh, they may not be.
0: I, I, you see NFL teams, the New England Patriots, historically, in September and October, <clears throat> go down and play Miami. And get their butts whipped when they're a better team than them. They're yeah. better at every point of the game. Doesn't matter. They're pros and they're still not in good enough shape to be able to handle humidity and heat like that. People always freak out about altitude, altitude, altitude. You guys never come below sea level. You just you just don't live in the world we live in where it's this hot and this humid, and then try to do something physically draining and taxing on your body. It's it's incredibly hard. I want it really bad because I don't believe in the quarterback right now. haven't seen enough. I know they lost a kid um, to the NFL, and the running back. They're going to have to replace some guys, and I don't know that Hypo did that, which is what scared me off of it. But just the fact of saying this team's not going to be as good as the LSU team that they had to play. That was the last big boy team they had to play. I think that will give them a little bit of encouragement and motivation. And then making them come play into the heat of Florida in September, I just don't know that that bodes well for, now, for Stanford. To
1: go to go along with you, uh, Stanford does play at USC the week before this. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. I mean that be, that yeah. could be difficult. But I don't think the US, uh, USC is very good I, this year.
0: I, I was just about to say I think we might give it. <laughs> we might be giving USC a little more credit. Yeah. Then. But but
1: that is a big game every year, you know USC and Stanford. That's a rivalry. At least so, emotionally,
0: it'll be hyped up. Yeah, you, you got know, that anyway. right, man. My last bet. Okay. Can't can't have one. This is the only one where I lay heavy juice, but I like the number too much. I just liked it. Ohio State at ten wins. Come on, man! First year head coach, never done this before. Just lost his quarterback, got to replace that guy, replacing defensive coordinator, replacing <clears throat> a lot of other big-time players on defense. And now I'm, the juice for under is minus 140. So this is the only heavy juice one I'm picking, but um, but I just I can't help it. I think the number is too good. I think he's going to easily lose two games. And, and I get a push, and it wouldn't surprise me if they lose three. I think eventually they're going to fall to Michigan. Harbaugh's not going to get pushed around forever. We just know that the odds of big-time rivalry games eventually bounce the other way. And, uh, and, and yeah, I, I easily see two or three losses on their schedule outside of Michigan that could happen.
1: Now, I'll tell you this. The schedule does set up really nicely for them.
0: They uh, don't play a lot of people, but I think yeah. the Big Ten is – I just think the Big Ten's better.
1: Now, they've I mean, got I, they've got Florida Atlantic – to start out with, so yeah. Lane Kiffin coming up there, Cincinnati that's in week two.
0: That's a tougher game than you think, though. Oh, I know it you is. They go to Cincinnati for that, right? I mean, no, it's in Ohio still.
1: Yes, but Ohio, like Ohio State, still has the talent advantage.
0: Oh, I know, like, and, and there's that's going to be full of Ohio State people. Like, yeah. Don't, let's, not, let's not get this confused. Uh,
1: at Indiana, and then Miami, Ohio. Then they play at Nebraska. Yep. They play Michigan State. See that's a big game. And that's but it's at home. Uh at Northwestern. So See, and we're
0: yeah, we're hoping to, and that's one of those weeknight games. Yeah. Not Saturday games. It's you a, it's a home, Friday night. Love yep. the home dog in those games.
1: And we uh now the only issue is that Ohio State has a week off before that.
0: That doesn't
1: scare so, me. I, I mean it doesn't scare me either. you and I will probably be at that game. We're hoping to be. Uh and then they've got Wisconsin at home, Maryland at home, at Rutgers, Penn State at home, and then at Michigan.
0: Yeah, they have they have a lot of these tough games at home, but like Dantonio, he knows how to go into Ohio State. Like he's not afraid oh, yeah. of playing them at, at home. Like that I I just Paul Chris maybe maybe not. Um but uh but I think some of those teams going into Ohio State just aren't going to be afraid. I think I think I, you might be right. I'm putting a lot of stock in our boys from Northwestern though. Yeah, come on, come on down to Evanston.
1: Let's go. <laughs> All right, my uh, my last bet, Saturday, September fourteenth, same day as Stanford UCF, Arizona State plus seven at Michigan State. It's minus one hundred five, so hundred bucks to win ninety five. I like Arizona State to keep this game really close. I understand that they lose Manny Wilkins, they lose you know a, a bunch of guys, but Michigan State also losing some dudes. The revenge and,
0: factor doesn't scare you,
1: no, because what is revenge for Michigan State? What winning by a field goal? Yeah, I mean that's what Arizona State did last year. That's, um, yeah,
0: but they they lost to a team, and Michigan State was picked to be kind of like one of those borderline top ten teams, and they go on the road and they lose to a sub. sub everyone just assumed a far inferior team.
1: Well, I will I will tell you this. Uh, Arizona State actually had a better record than them last year. I know that. I know that. uh, But when you start the season
0: off, you don't know that.
1: Agreed, agreed, agreed. But the thing is, Michigan State has offensive problems. They still got offensive problems. They didn't bring in anybody new. They just kind of reshuffled. And if they do something new, that's great. But I tend to believe that they still have problems because of their personnel and everything else. And I think they're going to have trouble scoring a lot on Arizona State because Arizona State still has their defensive guys. Like, they didn't lose a lot on the defensive side of the ball. They lost a lot on the offensive side. So I am thinking that Arizona this will be a low-scoring game. Seven points seems like a ton of points against yeah. Michigan State's offense. I think Herm finds a way to keep this game close. I think Michigan State probably wins by a field goal at the end. But even if they only win by six, even if they win by a touchdown, I still get a push. Uh, but Arizona State, I think, is the smart play here.
0: You're probably you're probably right. Look, you you know how I feel about D'Antonio. <laughs> I know. All my, all my guys last year had such a bad season except for Leach. Yeah. Well, and and you know, Coach O. Well, okay, but I'm talking about guys I've been in the tank with for years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Leach,
0: D'Antonio before O was ever a quarterback, Leach, D'Antonio, and Patterson all. Leeds carried the, the water for everybody.
1: Now you're right about that. So. You're right about that. <laughs> all right, so that's gonna wrap it up. Uh obviously we'll have these up on the gambling picks page so you can follow along for the rest of the year. And we will do it again when we get closer to the season. Uh when more of the average sports books, the regular sports books have all of their numbers out, and the numbers are a little more stable because right now they're just kind of all over the place. But yeah. if you're wanting to bet early, you want to get in, this is where you go to do it. Our picks will be up on the website. Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up, buddy. You got anything else you want to toss out there? That's it, man. Have a good that's one. wonderful. We're going to do this again next week. Uh, I think we're going to try and do two shows per week with you. And uh, and they may not be this long. We'll probably do them 30 minutes apiece. But, uh, but yeah, it'll be nice to get you in on The Daily Show and, and make it a little easier on everybody. Yep, I think we lost him. No, I'm here. Oh, you're still there. Okay, it yeah. froze up for a second.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know how it did that. <laughs> it it made it through the whole thing, and, and then it froze up. So, all right, go to betnow.eu, use promo code WINNING50 to sign up. Uh, it's a great site. Go check it out for yourself. WINNING50 is the promo code, betnow.eu. You can see it down at the bottom of the screen right there. Uh, Chris, I think that's going to wrap it up, buddy. I will, uh, I will talk to you later on. See you, man.